Hello, friends. This is Darren Hayes of PigskinDispatch.com. Before we take you to your favorite Sports History Network show, just want to tell you a little bit about some merch that you can pick up that represents your favorite SHN podcast. So far, there's t-shirts, coffee mugs, and even books from some of the authors that do podcasts right here on SHN. Who could buy something better than that than have the history right from the, the gentleman that you hear talking about it? But we also are adding things each and every day. And where's that store, may you ask? Well, it's at SportsHistoryNetwork.com. Up at the top, there is the SHN. HN merch button. Click on that. It'll take you right to the store and you can be representing your favorite podcast and show the world that, hey, on the swag that I'm using, it's the headquarters of sports yesteryear, Sports History Network, and my favorite podcaster, the Sports History Network store. Shop there today. Now it's time to take a sports break. A look at sports history on a daily basis. Hello, my friends in sports history. This is Darren Hayes of the Sports Jersey Dispatch. Welcome once again to the Pigpen, your place for all things great in team sports and uniform numbers that players wore on some great events and our daily digits on a sports break. Now, sports history is made each and every day of the year, and we'll try to preserve at least a small sampling for some of the great athletes every day based on their uniform number that they wore if they have them. And today's numbers that we'll talk about are numbers 21, 32, 16, 44 and 41. Quite an arrangement of numbers there. June 30th, 1908 is our first date. And at the right old age of 41 years, three months, future Hall of Fame pitcher Cy Young became the oldest player to record a third career no-hitter as the Boston Red Sox beat the New York Highlanders 8-0 in that game. Of course, the New York Highlanders later on a few years from there would go on to be the New York Yankees, so that is the early beginnings of a great rivalry. And Cy Young, I think you've heard that name before because that his name is on the pitcher of both leagues, uh, the best pitcher of both the American League and the National League in the Cy Young Award. That's how good he was. And uh, you have a third career no-hitter and you're f- over 41 years old, that's pretty good, especially 100 and, uh, you know, 10, 12, 15 years ago, whatever it was. Uh, June 30th, 1934, Detroit radio executive George Richards pays $7,952.08 to buy the NFL's Portsmouth Spartans, and he ends up moving the franchise to Detroit and rebrands the franchise as the Detroit Lions, uh, Mr. Ernie Chapman's uh, favorite team, uh, formerly the Portsmouth Spartans. I think you can hear some some great uh, podcasts of his on the Portsmouth Spartans and their trek to becoming the Detroit Lions. Uh, over on the Sports History Dude, also pigskindispatch.com has a, a great episode on Portsmouth as well. June 30th, 1948. Cleveland Indians ace and future baseball Hall of Famer pitcher Bob Lemon wearing his famous number 21 jersey tossed a no-hitter against the Detroit Tigers in a 2-0 Cleveland Indians win uh, with Bob Lemon on the mound. Uh, June 30th, 1962, the L.A. Dodgers future baseball Hall of Fame pitcher of their own, Sandy Koufax, number 32 in Dodger blue, allowed no hits against the New York Mets in a 5-0 win. And it was the first of four career no-hitters thrown by Koufax. And uh, as we said a few days ago, they just unveiled a great uh, statue out in front of Dodger Stadium for a great old number 32, Sandy Koufax. Well, that's how good he was for Dodgers. Uh, June 30th, 1967, when the Philadelphia Phillies signed Cookie Rojas, who wore number 16, by the way, away from the Cincinnati Reds after the 1962 season as a utility man, they probably did not realize how just versatile of a utility bargain they were getting. Rojas pitched a scoreless inning in the ninth as the Phil suffered a 12-3 loss to the San Francisco Giants. 
That doesn't sound too tremendous. Well, but in taking the mound that day, Rojas now had played all nine positions since arriving in the MLB just four seasons earlier. So tremendous, uh, all nine positions uh, one man had played. You don't hear about that very often at all. If this might be the only case I've ever heard of. Uh, maybe you could email us at pigskindispatch at gmail.com and tell us of any other ones that you may have heard. Uh, June 30th, 1978, the San Francisco Giants star hitter Willie McCovey, wearing number 44, hit his 500th career home run and with it became the 12th player to reach the 500 home run plateau in Major League Baseball. Quite an accomplishment and milestone there for him. Uh, June 30th, 1977, New York Yankees designated hitter Cliff Johnson in his uniform number 41 hit three consecutive home runs in Toronto uh, against the Blue Jays pitching staff. Johnson was quoted by the Associated Press as saying, quote, happiness is getting to the plate four times a night. The veteran Yankee slugger entered the game in the batter's box five times on that particular evening, and two of his three home runs occurred in a record-setting eight-run eight inning uh, where New York bashed the Canadian club 11-5, to and what a tremendous fireworks that must have been for Cliff Johnson and the Yankees. So uh, glad you joined us for this little bit of history on the sports break. Hope you'll join us each and every day. Uh, there's more great sports history on sportshistorynetwork.com where my 25 or so friends over there are doing some great podcasting and writing of great sports history each and every day, as well as our own websites, pigskindispatch.com, and don't forget Jersey dispatch.com till tomorrow everybody have a great sports history day sorry but my pitching coach just called timeout he's coming out to the mound i think i'm going to get yanked for a reliever we'll see you back tomorrow for some more great sports history on sports jersey dispatch podcast we invite you to check out our websites jerseydispatch.com and pigskindispatch.com not only see the daily sports history but to experience the preservation of great events and people that play the games Find us on Pigskin Dispatch. It's also on social media outlets of Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and don't forget the Pigskin Dispatch YouTube channel. Get all your daily sports history. Pigskin Dispatch is happy to be associated with the Sports History Network, the sports headquarters of yesteryear, found at sportshistorynetwork.com. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hey there, sports history fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the Football History Dude, and I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network. Our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear. And if you didn't know it already, we have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics. In fact, here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network. Each week, the official Football Learning Academy podcast will take you deep into the history of pro football through interviews with players, coaches, or administrators in the NFL, as well as interviews with Pro Football Hall of Fame selectors, authors, and historians. You'll learn how the game evolved and important moments that shaped the sport into what it is today. And don't miss the Pro Football History Nugget of the Week. Listen to the official Football Learning Academy podcast on the Sports History Network. How about that? I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right? Well, to learn about this show and all the other podcasts on the network, head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast.